Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. And we found a day where there's no footy being played. One of the few rare days. What a great fortnight this is. Easter into the Anzac Day weekend. Sean Omerod, I'm going to you first. Good morning. One of the... I mean, I've always enjoyed certainly the Anzac Day period of the year, but Easter is fast becoming uh, one of my favourite time of the year. Just yeah. lack of work always oh. helps. Long weekends just to, uh, to get involved in. Had a great weekend down the coast over Easter. Now we've got uh, Monday footy. Unbelievable. Here we are. I, I, I think we need to write a letter to the Pope. <laughs> we can't have Easter backing on the Anzac Day, Joel. It's too much. Yeah, It's too much. Nah, How long is that going on? Uh... Not forever, has it? No, nah, see, I can't keep track of Easter. Easter jumps around, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the bunny itself. It's um, what a weekend though. It was outstanding, wasn't it? We had some good ones. We had uh, Melbourne. Okay, what's the better game, Melbourne Cronulla mm. or Tigers Para? No, Tigers Para. Tigers Para for sure. Just the, the crowd, the daytime. Yeah, it was football. more captivating. Did either of you go? Yes. Wasn't uh, you and I called the same thing? Right. We both called it, and we both used the term. The rugby league gods. Right, okay. Edge. Okay. Did you feel early in the game? <laughs> did you feel early in the game that. Um, You're glomming on, but anyway, go on. <laughs> I'm not glomming. <laughs> did you find early in the game that the rugby league gods were actually siding yes. with Madge? There were things going yes. his way that day. Yes. The try for Luciano Leilua two weeks ago, that, the gods don't give that to Madge, do yes. they? Um, the scrum push. Not oh, how good was, yep. was that? There was a forward um, pass at one stage. Yeah, they got away with a few forward passes, yeah. actually, both sides. Uh, Moses missing the kick. Yes. Could have easily gone over. Yeah. Moses missing a pretty straightforward... Well, as straightforward as a field goal gets with a couple of minutes to go. It was in front, 25 yep. out. Yep. So... It was not, his day. Good on him. Not really the Iceman, is he, Mitch? He's missed a couple of those big clutchies. conversions. Clutchies, late in games. Yeah. Mm. Actually, um, did you notice, Dan, in the call... And this is a problem for, for Combank Stadium. Luke Brooks has an important kick from the touchline, and I said in the call that this guy's no chance of getting it. There yeah, were they two, swapped sides. No, there, no, no, there was two issues. A, he had to start on the AstroTurf. Uh, so he had the transition from the AstroTurf to the grass, which uh, is very hard for a kicker. Very hard. And then on his way from the kick, you'll see the one he misses from the touchline. He actually treads in this patch, this square patch. Did you see that? I think you need to have. I think there's a Damien Fleming bowlology segment in you. I think <laughs> kickology. Kickology. The conversion. No, no, kickology. If you get the chance, viewers, to go and watch a replay, how, much of, his, how much of his number could we see? He was zero chance. He, was, he took the ball back 25 metres out. It was at the southern end on the so western side. So, what are you side. saying? So, so, okay. Well, A, when you're designing fields for starters, don't put bloody AstroTurf within a few metres of the touchline. Maybe you just need to be a little bit less square, perhaps. Well, here's your issue, John. Or more square. Yeah. You, the, the thing, and it'll be at that $890 million joint next door from where we record, which... Um, Allianz 2.0. Yeah, which is sort of exactly the same as the old joint, bad parking, but everyone's closer by that much. <laughs> but you're going to have this issue because the whole thing is getting people closer to the game. Yes, that's so right. So there's no room on yes. the sideline. So you have this runway on the sideline, which is, you know, it's to stop the grass getting killed and all those sorts of things. But you need to have it between... The 30 and the 30. No one takes a goal kick back on the sideline to 30. Even take it 28. But you can't have it all the way to the to the uh, in goal because it just affects the goal kicker. How about you just adapt as a goal kicker? It's too hard, mate. Look, How you, about you just you adapt? Don't, when you kick practice your kicking during training, at no stage do you practice on bloody AstroTurf. Half on the AstroTurf, half on the grass. Dan, you don't. 
Okay, so let's put it. Let's let's have ANZ Stadium style. No, let's designs. just not have it for the whole 100 metres. The AstroTurf. Let's cut it off 30 metres out, so okay. the kickers can kick on bloody grass. Okay, but then your next complaint is going to be, all right, it's all grass, but the fence is so close to the sideline, the kicker can't go no. back far enough and he's going to change his run-up. No, You're going to find something issue. to whinge that, about. That's not... Come on, <laughs> uh, now, we're doing one big thing each. That might have been Joel's, but let's do this. I'm going to let you fire off uh, first, Sean. What is your... Uh, Topic of choice. So I'm not, I'm not big on the ideas committee type stuff that you guys are, particularly <laughs> the bloke to my uh, immediate right here. I don't like significant change. We've seen a lot of change in the game the last couple of years, and I'm not for a lot of rule changes. But something has to be done around the time in the bin for um, repeated um, infringements. Yes, shall we call it that game on the weekend? We saw it all, all of last year as well, um, and some part of the early year. The, the 10 minutes is just too much of a penalty. Right? I'm not saying to foul play, fine, keep it. But it's too much of a penalty for the, the type of game that we've got now. It's a rule for a game that's 15, 20 yeah. years ago, right? When we saw... How many sim bins would we you have seen? You can't defend it now. But how many, how many sim bins would we have seen in a year, 10 years ago? Mm. I don't have the stats in front of me, but it must be something like four or five. I think you could yeah. count it on your hand. Now we're getting that every round. It's too much. You can't defend it. And we saw, and I'm, yes, I'm speaking as a Bulldog supporter and also might have backed them on the weekend as well. Yeah. They were so up to that game. They were dominant in that first half. I don't uh, disagree with Marshall King being sent because was, there was too many... Um, John, they were doing it all day. Yeah, yeah. They were doing it all day. They were sl- you said you're up for the game and they were deliberately slowing the that's game okay. down. That's they were what, taking football out of the game. But that's what Melbourne Storm and the Roosters have done for the last five years. So that, that's fine. And I'm not, I'm not, they know how to, how to just reach the line and not go over. Well, that can be, that's debatable as well. But what I'm saying is I'm not disagreeing with the call. I, I agree he should have been sent from the ground for, for five minutes or the power play type scenario in NHL, come back on when they've scored and away we go, 13 v 13 again. For that type of infringement... It's too much of a penalty. They lost by 20. 18 points were scored in that 10 You minutes. would see, if you brought that in, a plethora. You, you would just have players being held down the whole time in, on the attack because defences like the Roosters or Melbourne would say, you know what, we back ourselves for five minutes, three sets of six, we can hold our line. I think you... you, you so here's the problem. You have a very good solution, I think, but no one thinks of the consequences. Mm. And every coach, the first thing is, how do we, how do we manipulate this rule to our advantage? Canterbury just weren't good enough but they're to doing defend. That. They're doing that now, though. So, it's just, it, do you agree it's too much of a penalty? No. Okay, would you I, prefer... I, don't. But I, I know I'm in a minority, Joel. No, I, I agree it's too much of a penalty. Would you prefer it to be... to remain at 10 minutes, mm. or when they first score a try, you come back on, right? Or would you rather it cut straight down to five minutes? Um, I, I don't. I, I'm easy either way. I'd be happy with, with either or. Yeah. Maybe just straight down to five. And if, if you're good enough to score two tries in five minutes, then yeah. fair enough. All right, Joel, um, as one of the great lairs of the early 2000s... <laughs> <laughs> that's a joke. I don't even remember you celebrating anything. Um, you are very humble. Uh, Zach Lomax. Except one day, we're, we're in this fight with... Um, we were in this fight with the North Sydney Bears one day at Leichhardt Oval. You know, there was David Fairley, Adam Muir, all these tough guys. And they were doing this thing, woo, woo, 
every time there was a big hit. Yeah. And at half time, I've sort of, you know, I said, what's with this woo carry on, blah, 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 blah. And they go, piss off, you know. And so anyway, they flogged us in the second half. So <laughs> that was the only time I did any kind of sort of taunting. Um, look, the Lomax situation... Look, to be honest with you, I think everyone's got it right. I think they got it right as a thousand buck fine. Whoop de doo. He deserves that. Uh, Tyson Frizzell risold him anyway. He deserved that too. Uh, Lomax. Tyson hasn't apologised or received his. Uh, gone back and called him about the apology. That's fine too. Uh, the only thing I'll say is that if my kids did it, they'd be ripped off and they wouldn't play the rest of the game. If yeah. I saw my own kids do it in a game, I'd be saying you're off. So for therefore, it is worth a thousand dollars. But. It hasn't deserved the hysteria that it's copped all week. It's not that big a deal. Thoughts? Mm. Well, that's a strange take. <laughs> well, it is. <laughs> I, I, think, I, I think it's like whatever. It's been dealt with. Whoop de doo. I think it bang. But I think it backs onto that funny thing he did with Blake Laurie, where they just—I don't know why—but they tore into Matt Dufty. It was very. But that's it's funny, more but, of a. It's but more what I'm saying is, it, 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 it backs onto that. So now, Climax, who we don't really know much about, it's sort of creating a perception. Well, hang on, geez. Yeah. Geez, he ripped into a bloke, that's and right. now he's done it. Like, big wanker vibes it, coming in. I, I agree with man. that. And, and, he, and he's invited that into his own life. Mm. But the biggest problem is. It's like parenting. Hook's got to come down hard on him. Don't worry about what the NRL does. Hook's got to say, boys, this is garbage. I, Our yeah. team does not stand for this crap. Yeah. yeah, I don't think we'll be seeing much of Lomax in the media for a little bit, or nor the celebration. Well, to make it worse, he's not just... playing that well. No, he's not. No, he's not. No. And I did, but Frizzell's done it. Frizzell's done it in Origin. He jumped on a Queenslander. I'm not, so he's not perfect either, but certainly didn't deserve that. Now, we'd, if we had a segment... Now, I could have done this in Bambi, but um, I'm calling BS on the media for their treatment of this USA 2023 NRL opener <laughs> idea. Now, if you ever want a definition, an epitome of conflict of interest, this is it. Because every member of the media knows this is one of the dumbest ideas. We're not going to spread the game to America. Okay, it's not going to happen. This is this is the garbage the AFL people come up with. They think they've got a sleeping giant ready to take to the world. But this is all the media, myself included, thinking, oh, we could get a little junket here to Los Angeles, maybe a little four-hour uh, detour to Las Vegas for a few days. Uh, this is the greatest <laughs> idea in the history of the world. So... Have you heard anyone in the media bag this? Because of gambling money. Oh, we're taking gambling to America. $20 million is our cut from the States. Please. No one's called bullshit on that. <laughs> that's, just a, that's just a made-up number. So I, I'm saying I want to go to America too. So I think it's a wonderful idea. Oh, fantastic idea. I'll be there. Can cool. I just say this, right? Sports bet, season opener. I think... Well, they don't have balconies in Vegas, but I think overlooking the strip is just Can the ideal way to start a season. Can we recreate Sterlo trying to run through the banner all the <laughs> way back in? Can I just say this about this whole idea? Ideas of grandeur, right? Number one is when a, a team, there's a problematic player, and a team thinks, no, nah, we can fix them, despite their chequered history. We can be the ones to finally fix them, and it never pans out. That's number one. Number two is this. Do you not think that the NFL, the big, big beast, which is the NFL, has never, ever cut through to Australia, has it? So why do we think that we can go the other way and cut through into America? Honestly. 
Just stay in your lane. Just own your lane. I'll tell you what, I had a thought about this. I listened to a very good podcast called Sacked, and it spoke about uh, Demetrio and his mission into the AFL and why they went for GWS. The population in Victoria is not too dissimilar now to New South Wales. Yeah. No one's spoken about putting a second team in Melbourne. Is that something we need to start thinking oh, about? Oh, no, no. Why? Because Melbourne Storm have been the, the <clears throat> benchmark of the competition. Yeah, I understand that. They can only half fill it against Cronulla. A great game on Saturday night. Yeah. They can only half fill their excellent stadium. I'm saying one's enough down there. Yeah, I just think there's a lot of athletes Where are you going to put there? it? You can't put well, it in Melbourne. Well, you'd have... Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm just, saying, what are you going to put it in Benalla? Or, I think it's worth where's consideration. Your Commonwealth Games country. Yeah. You've got a, you've got a game a week in Melbourne. No, and that's I what they've done with the yeah. AFL now. I think you quit while you're ahead. Which, and they're, they're well ahead down there. Yeah. It's miraculous what they've been anyway. able to do. A lot of it comes from the success. In saying the idea... I like round zero. I've always liked the idea of round zero. I'd, I'd take a double-headed to Old Trafford. That's what I would do. And put Super League games off the back of it. A mini-managed weekend to start that. the season. I prefer that. Um, all right. Uh, let's now start to talk about our tipping. We've delayed uh, this long enough, but uh, <laughs> let's reveal last week's results. Well, it wasn't a bad week. Well... I don't know how we judge this. Panthers minus 21 and a half. Sean's bet, best bet, got up. And when you won by 22 and, were, and, and Brisbane got it back to 16 and we snuck home by... I thought, this is our yeah, week. This is, this is our week. You, just, you need a little bit of luck with the best bet multi. Um, <laughs> didn't we get Melbourne Sharks Where wrong? Where did it all go wrong? Didn't we get Melbourne Sharks wrong? The under 38 and a half. Well, uh, to be it fair, turned out to be the highest scoring game of yeah, the weekend, did, I think. But after 20 minutes, I, I think the first trial was in the 20, 20th minute of the game or something. And then, so it was at 12 6 at half time. Arm had yeah. had arm wrestle all over it, mm. and they score in the first minute of the second yeah. half. And then from from there, it was it was cast. Yeah, Chuck seven and a half now as well. So, um, so that's where Joel and I both went wrong. But look. You tip the Tigers every week. A broken clock is going to be right <laughs> twice a day. But let's let's let Joel predicted this. I saw you on nine. I saw you on Fox. I was thinking I'm happy to sacrifice my yields tip because you need this. You have put your reputation on the line here. Enjoy. I'm going to promise the viewers and listeners this: if I get this wrong. I will not once take the Tigers at the line for oh, the rest of the year. No. Well, no one believes you when you tip the Tigers. No one takes no, that no. advice. No, you, no, you can go to the take the early plea. We'll give you, we'll, we'll yeah. give you, we'll give you a fortnight off. Like a fortnight yeah. off. Yeah, yeah. I'll that's, take a month off. Fair. I'll go a month oh, off. A four-way, okay. I'm very confident in this, and I really hope it plays out like this. Jock Madden is number 14, and I hope he gets onto the field by Simpkins having a rest coming off, Brooks going to hooker, Hastings Madden. If we can do that... I love the fact Garner's in the centres to strengthen it up. Uh, Mamalo's gone. Gildart's gone. That left-hand side was getting killed. Yeah, he's, he's had enough. Uh, look, this was the line in the sand. This is Mamalo. the line in the sand, and I think the line in the game is too big. Oh. Tigers to have their best performance of the year. Okay. And that it was. <laughs> and uh, well done, Joel. And you know when you turned up at the grant, you would have had people tell you because they were telling me, oh, mate. Best training week of the year. Yeah. The captain's run yesterday was the best session of... They are so up for this game. I knew my bet was dead before the game kicked off. Yeah. I, I, even with the crowd and Parramatta's form, I knew they're 
home. I didn't think they'd win, but I knew it wasn't going to be 20 and a half. It all started with the Puce jumper, Dan. The Puce jumper. Puce. <laughs> Puce jumper. What about this tosser? So on our WhatsApp <laughs> later on, he actually uh, screenshots the Puce palette that you get in the, um, the paint yeah, shops. Bang on. And it was bang on. But what about this wanker? <laughs> Has to prove he's right about everything. Oh, no, no, no. Mine was lighter. Your mate Paul Murray's wearing a Puce on, on Sky tonight. Actually doesn't. But why do you have to be right about every single I've thing, I've never job? really got stuck into watching Paul Murray, right? But I, I did the other night. Jeez, it was interesting. I found it... Um, I've not avoided good. watching it. I've just never really got it's around it. very good. It was very good. Two hours I got stuck into. Very good. Yeah. That's pretty good because you're only on for an hour and a half, so you must have uh, just <laughs> rewound. It was really hard to work out who he's supporting, by the way. Anyway. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, leaderboard. Uh... I believe we have an opener for this. I don't think we need it, but let's do it. Dan three, Joel three, Sean two. Right, time for Bambi. Mine's very short and sweet, so Joel, can you kick okay, us off? So, four kids, Dan, I really prize... But, you know, when you get a bit of downtime and the house is empty, it's quite nice, right? And I do miss the family. But the family, you're all going down to a mate's farm, right? And I'm thinking, oh, it's Joel o'clock for two days, right? Then my eldest daughter, who is the Bambi this week, she says, Dad, I'm staying with you. And I thought, oh, that's good. You know, just me and the eldest daughter. daughter time. Little, little quiet time. And then she says she has the high, the audacity, the gall, the temerity <laughs> to go, Dad, I've got five mates sta staying over tomorrow night. So my bliss wow. and peace and quiet mm. has been absolutely hijacked wow. by five or six teenagers. Yeah, and, and she lost me with the number. Five. Yeah. Way too much. One. Yeah. yeah two maybe. Five. Five? So she sold this as a daddy-daughter weekend. Yeah, and then drops on that your peace and quiet dad that you love. So I'll love, if I get home and there's no car in the driveway, which means just me, <laughs> I can lay on the lounge with not a sound, no TV on, nothing and just enjoy the bliss and I thought I was having that type of thing coming up these next two days uh, but you miss them just you miss the family of course I miss the family <laughs> <laughs> of course I miss the family uh, let's go to Sean Ormond that took a little bit longer than it needed to <laughs> I don't actually have a Bambi this week oh, I, I thought yeah, Jesus. It was, I, well I thought it was going to be Justin Pascoe for the famous video that has some, somehow done the rounds on, on Twitter but I think he might be trolling us. So I didn't want to be... Maybe he's trying to Bambi me. So I'm just going to leave it alone. I that so. smart. Well, you said that. No, I don't have one. But, you no, you, let's go with this. I, mean, I thought Paul Kidd in the NRL 360 did the perfect job on the video. So there's not much we can add to it. But was there anyone who watched that and thought, geez, that looks natural. Yeah. <laughs> it just looked totally off right from the start. The little, the little peak at the start. Yeah, action. Yeah, Why let's would go. you do it when you don't have... <clears throat> The game spoke for itself. Yeah. The effort spoke for itself. Why make it about you? That's oh, oh so so is it? Is, is he Bruce? It. I think. He, oh, absolutely. Nah, see, I think he's. I, I think I, he thought we've got a good, we've got a guaranteed good week of headlines here. I just might glom onto the. Nah, uh, onto I, I the think. Week. I think he's. I think he's trolling us. I think it's a clear setup. He, he wouldn't have sent that video thinking, oh, this is going to look legit. Surely. I think it's a little setup from him just to have some fun. There, I don't think so. There's a social media handle which is clever, and I, I can't think of exactly what it is right now, but I see people get tagged in, and it's something like, it's, it's an abbreviation, it's initials, mm. um, and it's basically saying, this never happened. 
Oh, Have yeah. you seen that? Yeah, it didn't happen in the year awards. Didn't happen of the yeah, year yeah, awards. Yeah. So that, that would be getting tagged, wouldn't it? Absolutely. That it didn't actually happen as a legitimate thing. You know when people sort of contrive things like that? Yeah. But there's then a tag people get. Right up, right up your alley. Yeah, right up your right alley. Right up your alley. It's yes. for the cynical types. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. <laughs> right. There was one where this young girl was. Well, said do you think something. it's legit, yeah. on that video? I'll You're find it. dumber than I thought you no, were. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I don't think it's legit. Yeah. That's I'm, the type I'm of saying, thing you'd find it there, isn't it? Well, see, this is where I think I think actually Pasco's having he he's the one that's that's trolling us. No. Yes. He's saying, here's me. You know, believe it, but it's clearly fake. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah I think there's Just more. I think there's more it to, it. to a Herald journalist. Um, mine's very short. Sean, what type of person goes to Coachella? Um, well, I've got to be careful how to answer that. I'd, Wankers. I'd, I'd go to it. Wankers. <laughs> Dylan Orcott on oh, business class oh, you going found to Coachella. Ah, <laughs> uh, you I found him. I don't even follow him, and yet it pops up now on my Insta. People that you don't follow yeah. that you might be interested in. No, not interested. Uh, let's do some <laughs> tips after this. Your Majesty. Speak. The new pyramid? It fell over again. And your same game multi? Got up! You little ripper! Paying 15 bucks, wasn't it? Green's hex, baby. Make it look easy with Sportsbet's same game multi. Combine all your favourite markets in the one bet and get bigger odds. Same game multi from Sportsbet. All right, let's get into round number seven of the NRL. I was looking... Um, at previous ladders, round six is an interesting point. The last four years, only one team in the eight has exited by finals time, and obviously one outside the eight team has gone in. So we're not quite baked in, but the oven is on. Yeah. And uh, the roast is cooking. Cronulla Manly starts us <laughs> off on a Thursday night. Uh, this is at uh, points bet. This is at... Insert sponsor here, <laughs> Stadium. Uh, no, they pay for it. They've That's got right. it. Yeah, they've got, I'm sorry. I've, I've, I've... Sharks versus the Eagles. Uh, Sharks are dollar forty-five. Manly two seventy-five. Um, the line. It's got down to six and a half, mm. which intrigued me right from the start. But in saying that, Manly, Aloya and Kepi out. So you've got Sipley and Paseca both starting in the front row. They've won their last four. Cronulla have Hamlin ULA and more importantly, Dale Fanuke and Outsiani Katoa is in. Are these odds a bit skinny? A bit skinny for Cronulla? Yes. Yeah, I, I've got it marked nine, not six and a half. So I think, I think it's way too short for me. I'm, I'm very keen Sharks, boys. Yeah, I, I, I found the whole round incredibly hard to, to get a read on. There's only a couple of games that I've sort of got a slight edge. And this, funny enough, was one of them. Um, I, yeah, I don't love Fanukin out. That's that's huge. But importantly, they get Katoa back. I think he's their, their biggest meterator so far the year. Him and um, uh, Mortala just been huge getting the ball getting the ball out. So he's a big in. Um, and Britton Nakora as well. Huge outs for Manly. But uh, Mark DePau's not there either. Yeah. So they've got Oshay Ole missing, Sean Kepi, Josh Schuster. <laughs> he's still out. No turbo. That's a that's a significant list. Yeah. Morgan Harper will be defending. Um, Sifat Talakai, so good luck, good luck with that, Morgan. Um, it's a six and a half is a very tricky line, but I'm with you, Sugar. Make it point and a half bigger, so I'm just going to lean that Seven, way. 70% chance of rain, and usually when the rain hits, it finds 
Shark Park. Hasn't this year. The, the, the Rugby League Gods. Yes. <laughs> I can't what say it again. Term, what was the term you said? That you were glomming on. Glomming on. No, I was only joking. But I, I can't say that again now. I've used my Rugby League God. I've done that yeah. before. But that's it now. Yeah. I've, I've what does glomming mean? To attach yourself to. Ah. Yeah. yeah. But that's good. I would have I would have said the same thing on radio as well if it was a radio game. The rugby league gods. But that's it now. Yeah. I have to retire that. Yeah, I'm retiring glomming. Glomming. I'm retiring um, from glomming. I ride with Daily Cherry Evans kicking game until it lets me down. I'm going to take the Manly side with the start. In the rain, his kicking might be big. And I'm just wondering if there's a little letdown coming for Cronulla. I think they'll win. Um, but I'm, I'm going to stick with Manly. Yeah. <clears throat> That's who have quietly won four in a row. I say quietly because they haven't beaten much. Yeah, exactly. And that's my. I think the thing their results has probably overstated how they're going. And Sharks, I think Sharks were really, really good last week. Scoreline doesn't doesn't, re- doesn't reflect rather how close that game probably was. So I think there's been maybe a little bit of an overreaction. Okay, let's go to the Friday game. Only one game, seven fifty-five. This is a stinker of a game for the Friday showpiece. Brisbane Canterbury, fourteenth versus sixteenth. Now, those odds on screen, it's all going to change, so I don't even know if it's worth us tipping, but $1.28,375. We've got Canterbury players, I think, in COVID protocol right now, suspected of having it, PCR test waiting. So by the time you hear this, you'll know more than us. Uh, the line, 10 and a half. Uh, that's a lot of start. That's a lot of start. I know Canterbury is significantly weakened, Sean, but... Mm. Um, Canterbury haven't been that bad defensively. I know South blew them away, but that was only 13 on 12, really. So taking a bit of faith in Brisbane with um, Haas back to, to do a number on the dogs. Yeah, I'm, I'm very annoyed that this COVID outbreak has happened. So on, on the way here, this was four or four and a half. Four and a half. So it's moved a converted try. I'd probably suggest, I know there's three players missing, but with their... Lack of depth, I guess you'd call it. Sure, yeah. it sounds like one of them's Burton. And if that's the case, we still don't know. To I shift think, that much. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, it's significant. So it's hard to tip because we don't know what the scenario is. But I was keen on the Bulldogs. Well, I, I was, I couldn't go near Broncos at odds on was mm. the was the angle. And I thought the Bulldogs first half and most of the game, I thought they were pretty good apart from that 10 minute period. Um, and I was probably going to lean their way, but... Yeah, give me, give, me the, give me the Broncos. If Burton's out, Reynolds plays half a game, I think they win pretty easy. Yeah, before the COVID news dropped, I was Broncos, boys, so yeah, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just stay there. Me too, and I won't be having a cent on this game. It's Tyson Gamble now, the number six. This is the fourth arms combination in six games. Here's a frightening stat. Last 29 games, Broncos, 13 halves combinations. 13 in 29. I know Reynolds this year, so that's obviously going to create some new ones, but... Brisbane have won their last six against the Dogs at Suncorp. Here's one for you. Trent Barrett is yet this year to have a half-time speech with his team in front. OK, let's go to Saturday night. North Queensland versus Gold Coast. This is in Townsville Stadium. Gold Coast have a good record there. Uh, they beat them 44-8 to in their one and only game there in 2021. And they've won their last three against the Cowboys by an average of 20-plus. Yet, Cowboys, favourites. Dollar eighty-five, dollar ninety-five. Uh, the line is a point and a half, so we'll go with that. Cowboys giving a point and a half. Uh, three wins for the Cowboys, two of them against Canberra, uh, but their defence still very good. Tuppy, I like the Titans here, big time. I like the Cowboys here, big time. Okay. Second best defence in the comp. Can I just say I've, we, we've conquered the Brooks move? I've got a new one. Yes. 
everyone's waiting and they're, they're very critical of Dave Vafita saying his workload, his workload, he doesn't get this. You know why his workload's not there? Because it's never been there. No. He grew up running over the top of people whenever he wanted. He made every rep team. He never had to work hard. So he's not going to start working hard because it's not in his DNA. He's a centre. You've got Mal Meninger at the club. Make him the next Mal Meninger. Well, that's, well, that's what they want. That's why they're paying him a min, because they think min point two, because they think he is the next Mal Meninger. We'll play him at centre where Mal Meninger played. That's his position. You're never going what's, to what's get gonna, him. What's going to change, though, with him shifting one spot? Well, you're not doing the arches of the tackling that you need to do. But, but he's not going to be a $1.2 million player. So that's, that's on fold of the Gold Coast, not on fold of Dave Fafita. Mm. Dave Fafita and Ben Hunt, for example, those players who are throwing big contracts, they're doing exactly what they were doing before they got the big dollars. So it's on you, the club, if you sign ridiculous money for that. Just on that, boys, as we record now, press conference this afternoon with the Knights, are you suggesting, and, and our listeners will know by the time they get yeah. this now, viewers, yeah. is he staying, Carlin Ponga? I think Ponga? it's all but done. To his news, doesn't get it wrong. He said it's, it's wow. Ponga's uh, extending, so it's a done deal. Okay, okay there you go. that doesn't have much to do with this game. We could have waited two games. But, <laughs> <laughs> so, very confident on Queensland. What about you? Yeah, I'm, I'm with the Cowboys as well. I'm with Shug here. Um, I've probably been a little bit harsh on them at the start of the year. It took me a while to sort of warm to them. Um, and the Titans, I, I've really struggled to get a read on, but it's just not clicking for them. And it's, it's, it's not hard to see why. They've got you know, a new combination in the halves. Aaron Clark, a bit of a dot ball at dummy half. I think they're really lacking there. Uh, Cowboy, you mentioned their defensive, <laughs> their defensive record. Dot second, ball. Second best, <laughs> second best in the comp. So, you know, I, I, at home, I think if they, can, if they can limit the Titans to what they're conceding at the moment, which oh. is about talking about a tries, then I think they, they win. Just, right. just on the home thing, they've yes. not got a good record at their new That's stadium. shocking. Nine wins, 16 losses. Val Holmes is back, though, baby. He's flying, Val. Yeah, he's playing well. He's back. He's been good all year. Top ball. That's one of my favourites. <laughs> it says everything you need to know. Yeah. Uh, Saturday night, Combank. Ah, West Tigers go back to the scene oh. of the rugby league gods. Um... Souths have an excellent record against them, but they don't win by big margins. Three of the last four by eight points or less. $1.25, $4. Start is juicy, Joel. 11 and a half. I think I'm going to ride the Tigers train here. I, I just... Souths are not the Souths of 2021. Certainly not yet. This is a hard one because my gut feel says the Tigers at the line, but my numbers say... It's a little bit skinny, 11.5. I think they need 12.5, so I've got to stay loyal to the numbers. I'll go South Sydney to cover it. Nah, I'm on the Tiggy train again here. Um, it's going to be fascinating to see how they do back up after that big win. Um, I noticed uh, Simkin was named. That's just a copy and paste job from the day before. Yeah, it is he, a problem. It's a problem. Yeah, it out. is. Yeah, yeah, it is. He can't. I'd, I'd be shocked if he did play, but... All they have to bring is that the effort that they brought last week, and I think they're going to be well in this game. We saw the Bulldogs turn up in the first half against the Bunnies last week. That was all effort. Um, if they can bring something similar, I think the line's a little bit too big, so I'll be with the Tigers. Uh, South's only averaging 19.7 points per game still. Half their points last week were in a 13 on 12. Uh, Tigers do concede 12 on their left. That's going to speak to my best bet a little later. But um, Tigers for me as well. I think at some point we're going to have to see Brooks at number nine 100%. because that's his only chance to stay in the team once Dewey comes back. Yeah. That's, yeah so, so I'm not saying this game because they've just worked out the Brooks-Hastings things works. But 
20 minutes maybe. Like, he was he spent a bit of time at Hooker in the last, what, yeah. 15 minutes. Great pass. Yeah. Um, that's his spot. I, I'm convinced that give up on making him a million-dollar halfback, he's a half-a-million-dollar hooker. He can get to that position, All right. in my opinion. Let's go to Sunday Arvo. Oh, this is a good one. Newcastle, Parramatta. This is one of the better 2 p.m. games we're going to see this year. Parramatta, excellent record over the Knights. $1.37, $3.10 is the money line as we talk. Uh, Junior Paulo back for Parramatta. Uh, last time they played here at Hunter Stadium last year, 40-4 to 4, Parramatta. You've flagged the Ponga news, so we're going to assume that means he will be signed. That's a great news story. Adam Clune is back for them. Parramatta's got a problem with their number 17. Uh, Mitch Rain, they probably could have kept Reid Marnie on for the whole game. Now Jacob Arthur's back in that 17 role. So they've got a really good 16 at the moment, Parramatta, but that 17 player is just a little problematic. Anyway, Joel, I'll let you go first here. Seven and a half. I think there's a. I think Parramatta is in a little bit of a letdown period here. So yeah. I'll go Newcastle with the line. You, I'm, I'm factoring in Regan Campbell-Gillard not playing the way he came off the field. No, I agree. Um, <clears throat> I had the Knights needing seven. What are they getting? Seven, seven and, and a half. half. So I'll go the Knights. Um, yeah, I think this is really suitable for the, for the Knights here. Been a, I think I probably tipped them maybe six times, and I might yeah. be none from six this year. They, how they didn't cover last week, that was uh, quite sickening against the against the Dragons. But their results before that could be a little bit misleading. They should have led in the second half against Manly. Manly scored two or three late tries in that one. Then the week before that against the Sharkies at Shark Park, where they didn't use the wind at all to their advantage. And then Clume was the laid out last week. So yeah. he might have been the, the deciding factor in that game. At home, hopefully a different beast. Pong and use, put to bed big crowd during the day. I think it's all set up for a, for a big showing here in Newcastle. You've talked about, Joel, Parramatta flimsy defence. Twelve tries have considered on their right. Yeah. That's, um, who's the left centre? Bradman Best. Yeah. That's Bradman Best territory. Yeah, that's, that's a good find. Um, he, needs to, he needs to find something as well, Bradman. He's been a little bit mm, disappointing. He found me. something last week, that try. Mm. Henry... Penrith Canberra is our much of the day on Sunday. Uh, six and zero the Panthers. I got a stat. Dollar uh, twelve six fifty. Line eighteen and a half. Now we've been peddling this one on Fox that they've won something like forty two in a row when they're in front of half time. I think I can go even better. They have won forty three straight games in any game they've had a lead. Wow. So any game they've led since round five of twenty twenty. They just they've won. It. Yep. So the only games they've lost is when they've started slowly mm. and just haven't been able to catch up. So uh, maybe that's just a normal stat. That, that seems astonishing to me that you have not given up any lead. 6-0 after 10 minutes and lost in two and a half yeah. or two and a bit years. Anyway, Canberra's lost their last three. Uh, Harry Rushton we're going to see for the first time. Big raps on him. Back rower I think he is. I got that right? Yeah, I don't think he's a middle. I think he's a back rower. Chance has been given the boot. Xavier Savage at five. Jordan Rappiner at one. That, to me, seems much better for Canberra. But Penrith, they weren't 28 points better than Brisbane. No. But they won by 28. That's what you're taking into account here with the 18.5-point line. I'll tell you what, a good bet here, and I was talking to Sean about it beforehand. 
Penrith are powering through teams. And at the end of the game or in the second half, you're seeing Spencer Lanou score, you're seeing Liam Martin score, you're seeing all these forwards crash over because they've worn them down by the... They've got them all yes. backpedalling. And they're also petrified of the threat out the back. The Luai's, the Cleary's, finding Tago, getting it out to Taylor May. So there's really good bets like Spencer Lanou, last try scorer, 49 bucks. Liam Martin, 18 bucks, last try scorer. There's some, there's some bets around there, I think, uh, for last try scorer. Uh, for me, what have I got, Mark? The Raiders needing 20 and a half. What did you say it was, Dan? 18 and a half. I'll go the Panthers. Do people bet on last try scorer in droves, Sean? Sure. Not, not droves, yeah. no. They're, they're drawn to the, all right, let's get it over and done with quick first try scorer. But it can be, you can find a little angle, just like you said, of play a couple of It's Tantra. Mm. It's the tantra of the uh, rugby league betting. Um, what's going on at Canberra? Has anyone got any theories as to what the hell is going on down there? Because oh. they just they, they continue to beat themselves uh, week after week. Should have been maybe twenty four nil at halftime that last game. And I, I texted a mate at halftime when it was only twelve and just said I've, I've seen this movie too many times before to know how to know how it ends. And it and it did sure enough. The, the one thing is about them, their, their strength is in their full pack. Um, you know, obviously Penrith packs airborne as well, but I think they just need to really drum their, their style of play back to it and try and turn it into a, a real dour type affair and just go head to head in the in the middle. And I think they might be able to turn it into a close game. I'm, I'm just leaning with the Raiders with that big mm. start, but... As you said, Dan, it could quite easily happen what happened to Brisbane last week where it's tight for an hour and then bang, bang, bang. Yep. I'm sick of back in Canberra, so Penrith at home, winning streak uh, to go on with the job, particularly in the afternoon. They don't get to yeah. play many Arvos at Penrith. That's yeah. going to be hopefully nice and full. Should be. It's the day before Anzac Day. They... Yeah. I think their 19,500 crowd the other day was their lowest of the year. Wow. <laughs> it was full. I just found this, Dan. So there's yes. three games uh, at home. Yes. Liam Martin was the last try scorer twice, and he scored in the 58th minute in the third one. So he's ah. a late cheeky try scorer for the Panthers. I like that. 18 bucks. But anyway. So you get rewarded for a bit of research. That's very good. St. George of Laura at Roosters. Obviously, this is Anzac Day. SCG, thank Christ, it's the last time we have to play what this showpiece game at a cricket ground. Um, won their last three Anzac days. The Roosters by an average margin of 15. Uh, and they've won their last seven against the Dragons, dating back to 18. $1.25, $4 minus 11.5. 11.5. I, I know we expect the Roosters need a few weeks, but at some point, can we start to see them start to click? Yeah. Uh, I've got the Roosters here. No, I've got the... Dragons here. I've got the Dragons here. Take it away okay, with so detailed big, analysis. Big, big disclaimer here. I'm none from six at the line with the Roosters. I simply can't catch them. Gut feel says the Dragons, but numbers say the Roosters. So the back three, 429 metres last week for the Roosters, 267 for the Dragons. They should have all the field position here, the Roosters. Big crowd, Anzac Day. No confidence, but that's who I'm with. Yeah, the thing, I agree, at some point they are going to click the Roosters, but it, it, we're all guessing as to when that's going to be. Thought it might have been last week. I, I wasn't convinced either way um, at the line last week. It was 14.5, or it might have jumped 15.5. They, yeah. might, they might have got backed. Didn't cover that. So they, they've started... They're lucky to win. They've started, yeah, they've started double-digit favourites three times this year. I know it's a small sample, but they're none from three. Um, and if 
got close to Luton. They might have lost one of those games. Well, the first first round of the year, they lost to Newcastle. Um, I just can't trust them with such a big start. I'd love it for, for it to be 12, but 11 and a half is a little bit annoying. But, yeah, I, I, I can only be with the Dragons, but I, I don't love it. The thing that worries me is that Verrills is back. But here's the problem. And when I say back, back at number nine and yeah. starting. That, that's been their Achilles heel. Well, has been you read my mind. The Num- number heart. nines, Marnie, the best teams, Cook. Yeah. It's the number nines, isn't it? Yeah. But I think we're seeing with Kiri slightly tentative. They're, they're very sideways, the Walker-Kiri attack at the moment. Um, Collins, I, he's coming off on ACL, so he's not quite... Punishing. It's, it's gonna. I think. It, I think it's gonna take a little bit longer for the Roosters. I think I should be pretty happy to be four and two, frankly, because they're not playing well. Dragons for me. Speaking about dummy half stand, don't be afraid to have number nines in your try scorers. How many tries do you reckon were scored by number nines last last round? Oh, Cook, Cook got scored three. three so uh, uh, Harry one. Grant scored one. Yeah. I don't know. What you... Harry Grant scored. Starling scored. Cook got three. Jeremy Marshall King got one. Reed Marnie McCulloch eight. Tries from there you go. You'd probably get some yeah. tasty value there yeah. too. Last game of the round. This used to be a very competitive contest, but not in recent years. Melbourne and the Warriors at uh, Amy Park. Uh, now this will get close to a full house. Dollar ten, seven dollars, and the line uh, a thumping eighteen and a half. Melbourne has won the last six Anzac days, all in Melbourne, obviously. Average margin twenty one. Warriors have competed in just about every game this year. Sean, you kick us off. Um, is Pappenhausen going to play? That's the one thing that's going to decide which way I, I lean in this game. I've got a funny feeling that he might be a laid out. Very suitable game to give him a rest. Yep. We know he's had issues with his um, with concussions, certainly last year. Then they might just be, This might be a cotton wool job for them. But he wasn't concussed last week, was he? Well, there was the, yeah, there was a, there was a HIA involved, so. Um, yeah, I th- I th- that's the only way I'm leaning. I think he might be a laid out, so I'm just going to go with the Warriors. But again, no confidence. Yeah. I've got it marked exactly as it is, Dan, 18 and a half. So I've got to side with Sean, I think. If Pap's out, he's flying. Yeah. I'll go the Warriors. I was thinking of having him double as my best bet, but there's probably not even good odds about that yeah. anyway. No, you're right. Sorry, Dan. Ankle injury last week. Yeah. You're right. Um, but in saying that, if he's out, he's out. Yeah. The Warriors are a hard team to get a hold of. So, lost to the Roosters by eight, could have won. Beat North Queensland in the second worst game of the year by one. They're not a good side, Dan. They're not a good side, but they drag teams down to their level. And they've only got to drag Melbourne down a little bit to cover this 18 and a half. But no, I think Melbourne go berserk in this game. Bromwich Brothers back. Um, what, about the, what about the recruitment for uh, the Warriors, right? They, they love to find a, a rough edge, don't mm. they? It's as though Barnett copped the six weeks and they went, righto, come on, mate, jump on a plane. <laughs> Don't they love to find it? They are an island of misfits toys as a, much a, a as check West Tigers. Uh, so that's it for our tips. Now we get to the important tips. All right, uh, we're going to crack one of these multis sooner rather than later. We weren't that far off the mark last week as that one game that did us in on two fronts. Joel Kane. Uh, Valentine Holmes, Dan, he's airborne at the moment. $2.50, oh, super keen on the Cowboys to win. So that's the way I'll be playing that. He looks to be back to his best. I love these in the centre position. He lurks around the field. He's looking for opportunities. Lock him in. And the North Queensland, uh, the Gold Coast defence is not exactly ironclad. 
Three tries in six games. He'd be their leading try scorer. Uh, Val Holmes. So that's a not. And what did you say? Two fifty. Two fifty. Good little. Yeah. Good little start. I feel he's a flip of the coin. You're getting two fifty. That's right. Sean Ormerod. Uh, Newcastle Knights for me this week at the start. I actually think I will be backing them to win head to head. I love a home underdog. Their last three, four, maybe five weeks, the score lines read a little bit ugly, but I think. They've been a lot closer in those games than the scorelines have suggested at the end of the game. We're assuming at this point that Pong has re-signed. Um, and I think that does something. Of course I, it does. I think, I think that might just you know, let the, the monkey off his back. He was good last week, really good last week. Um, suitable for a bit of an ambush at home. Yeah. Big start. Just a, There's a lot to like about that bet. And I, even though I like the Tigers to cover against South and make that a contest, um, there is... A possibility, Stafford Tight is not a centre, but he and he was great last week. He was, but he's got to defend Campbell Graham, who is starting to prove a pretty good ball runner. Surely Mamalo's out. Stafford Tall goes to the wing, and Garner plays centre. That's what happens, doesn't it? Well, it didn't happen last week. Mm. Didn't happen last week. But Kenny was injured in that game. Kenny Mamalo. Yeah. Oh, you're saying he's not going to play? Well, he came off in a in a real bad state at the end of the game. But yeah. For me, it's fairly clear that. Garner will start in the centres as he had the number four in okay. last week. Stafford Tour on the wing. Okay, well that makes sense in saying that. So, so that may, may make Stafford Tour a bet if you're getting centre centre price for a bloke who will play on the wing. Well, I'm, but I'm betting Campbell Graham gotcha. to be an anytime try gotcha. scorer. Now, with the argument you've laid out, do I change to Bradman best? No, bugger it. Let's go <laughs> Campbell Graham. Because Ormerod's the anchor anyway. Knights is the last game of the weekend, isn't it, uh, for us? So I don't have a good record as being the anchor. Do that's it. Well, we can crush if we get there, and we'll, it'll be about 12 to 1, 13 to 1. Uh, that's it. We are done for another week. I think we've had everything covered. Yeah. Thank you, Sean. Thank you. Thank you, Joel. Nice. So you've learnt. You've finally learnt. Black is slimming. Hey, that's exactly right, hey, It's the oldest trick in the book. <laughs> exactly right. I might even sign up for a half marathon. Anyway, uh, take a sec before you bet yes. or sign up for marathons and most importantly, gamble responsibly.